0: That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hi, broads. Hello. This is kind of weird. I don't feel like we've had an episode just me and you on a Thursday in a long time. I miss it. Me too. I miss us. I miss us. Can we get back to where we used to be?
2: Oh wait. Let's. Speaking of which, talk about what we're considering <laughs> <laughs> for oh, the
1: yay. next month. Ooh.
2: Ooh, ooh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So here is the deal, Broads. Um, obviously we are about to discuss Claire as Bachelor before we get into our friendship breakup ep. Yes, um, yes, yes. And yes we so have to. Here we are. We are left with a few weeks in between, uh, Pete and Batch and Claire. Yes. Um, and Beck and I threw out to you maybe covering her season. You know, a, f- a few, a-, a few options. But now we've number one talked about covering Juan Pablo season because that's the season. Claire was on. Well, this is
2: the funny thing. Cause we brought it up randomly before, before right. having
1: any idea that Claire would be the bachelorette. Yes. So here's the thing we talked about wanting to cover Juan Pablo season. Um, I've looked online and I looked yesterday and I couldn't really find it for free online. You didn't find it on Tubi? No, it wasn't on Tubi. Really? I, that, not that I found. So if any of you broads are aware of any location that we could find this online. Now, you can get the whole season, I think, on Amazon for like $10. Okay. Um, but it would, you know, it would cost them. Okay. So, let us know if you're like, absolutely, hell no, I'm not going to pay a dime, then maybe we'll reconsider. But I, we would love to cover Claire's season with Juan Pablo before her actual season starts. Um, yeah. Because you haven't even seen it, right? Oh no. Okay. And, it's and kinda- I want to. I watched her on both seasons of Paradise. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Paradise and then Winter Games. I didn't watch Winter Games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I think we think it would would be great if we could cover it. Um, So let us know if you find any avenue that that's free on um, or if you're like, if we would have to, you know, all buy it on Prime, if you're like a hell to the no, let Mm -hmm. us know. But the other thing we were talking about recapping, because we have gotten Oh, so many DMs about this, which, by the way, with the Amazon Prime, you can buy them for two bucks an
2: episode, which if you break it down that way, it's like yeah.
1: two bucks. Yeah. Skip just, the coffee for the morning.
2: Yeah. For the week. I, I mean, week, like, yeah. it's just two bucks. Yeah. So it's, if you put it like that, it's like, yeah,
1: yeah. But anyway, let so, us know. Let us know. But the other thing we're talking about discuss or uh, recapping, because we've gotten so many DMs about it. You broads are begging for us to recap Love is Blind on Netflix. I haven't started watching we it yet. We haven't started it. And so we've gotten so many messages saying this is way better than The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I've got, even. I
2: know I've had friends text me that. They're like, yes. it's
1: crazy. It's amazing. And so we are going to recap Love is Blind for sure. Like mm-hmm. 100% we're going to do that. And I think we're going to start um, not next week because we have to do two Bachelor episodes. But the following week. Um, I believe we're going to start recapping that. Um, and the fun thing about that is is because I don't think we've been banned by Netflix. Maybe we could get some of them on the show. <laughs> we could try. <laughs> that would be great. I wonder if they have con uh, I wonder if I mean, it could be that
2: they have contracts where they don't do anything,
1: Yeah. well, we'll they see. don't set them up. We'll I know I know out. I wonder, yeah, we'll have to find out. But, um, yeah, so we want to recap Love is, Love is Blind. Um, we'll keep you updated and give you all the details about that um, next week. Yeah, I also but, wonder
2: if they'll be releasing in the wake of her becoming the Bachelorette. I wonder if, like, they'll release it on some sort of streaming give thing. Give us one Pablo's. Maybe. I don't know. Um,
1: I don't know if they're going to release it because a lot of people didn't really like her on that season. Oh, really? I wasn't a huge fan. Why? Um, the thing that's funny is that I don't really remember because it feels like forever ago. Yeah. But I remember not being a huge fan, but I remember then starting to really like her on the other seasons. Um, like, I, yeah, I can't find a on Paradise and right now either, and then Winter Games, I started to like her. Okay, let's talk about her. Let's as talk about Claire. Yeah. Let's oh, talk so about so Claire. so yeah.
2: We were discussing maybe doing recapping Love Is Blind and doing like Juan Pablo's season. Yeah,
1: and we were talking about. Just going hard in the paint and doing Love is Blind recap, Juan Pablo recap, doing like double reality TV episodes a week um, until Bachelorette starts and then doing like the one Bachelorette, one non-batch episode. So, yeah, we're talking about that.
2: So it it might be a shit ton of reality TV, but it's gonna be so much fun. And uh, me and Jess want to, so.
1: And honestly, I've I've just heard so many good things about Love is Blind. And it's free because it's on Netflix. I mean, everyone's got someone's Netflix account. Yeah. One of the friends that you've broken up with at this point you have their Netflix account. The
2: fantastic thing is, you can watch it whenever you want because mm-hmm. it's always on there, which means if yes. you want, you could like save our recap episodes and just you could listen to everything like in yep. one week if you wanted to, Absolutely. which I guess you could do for The Bachelor too, but or you could binge the whole season in one. Yeah, I like that. I like Me that too. flexibility. Me too. Me too. For ourselves as well. <laughs> like, because we can really recap everything like over the course of one week, we yes. can re- record everything, which is thorough,
1: fun. thorough too. You know, not trying to cram it in and be like, I think this is how, my, how I feel about this. Well, person. except
2: I think we'd have to do two recap, uh, two episodes per recap.
1: Yes. Yes. So. Anyways, super still, excited.
2: Uh, Or we could do a whole four weeks of Love is Blind.
1: I'm <laughs> kind of into that. too. Me too. <laughs> kind of into that. We could really get into yeah, it. I think it's only 10 episodes worth anyways, a whole season. So I think we could really do a solid month job, you know. I like it. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about Claire. (laughs) Let's talk about Claire.
2: Bachelorette.
1: Okay, broads. Before we get into discussing our now crowning queen of Bachelor Nation, Claire Crawley, um, I have to let you all know that this week in Los Angeles, we hit 80 degrees, which means it is almost my favorite season. Oh, summer. I remember my favorite season used to be winter, but now having a kid, summer's the ish. Um, So not only does summer mean beach days and warmer evenings, but it means lots of time in our backyard, playing, eating. Also, let's be honest, drinking and lounging in our new outdoor furniture by Article. Uh, You know, Becca and I have purchased numerous things from Article. We have dining room tables. We have couches. We now have outdoor furniture. And for both of us, Shipping is free. It arrived in less than two weeks and we selected the in-home install option so we didn't have to do anything except enjoy our wonderful furniture once once it was set up. But even if we hadn't picked the install option, it looked really easy to assemble. I'm pretty confident. You all could do it. No problem. Um, If you guys haven't checked out the article site yet, or maybe you have, but it's been a while, the transition into summer is the perfect time to take another look. They have amazing weather-resistant dining sets, loungers, sofas to help you create an outdoor space that you're never going to want to leave at super affordable prices. I am talking saving up to 30% over traditional retail prices, broads. It's amazing. Such good quality. So cute and affordable. And guess what? It's online furniture stores, so there's no showrooms and there are no salespeople and you are just going to choose exactly what you want. No pressure. If you're ready to upgrade your space indoor or outdoor, now is your chance. Go check out their website. I promise you will not be disappointed. So many amazing pieces. Article is offering Chatty Broads listeners, on top of all of this, $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. $50 off Your first purchase of $100 or more to claim the offer, visit article.com slash chatty and the promo code will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty. So I know it's 2020 and there's a million cool new inventions and improvements to products happening all the time. But can someone please explain to me why uterine care and hygiene products feel like they haven't been reinvented or improved upon in ages Until Lola came on the scene, that is, and thank God, because improvements were long overdue. I can't emphasize how insane it is to me, but the FDA doesn't actually require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients used in uterine care products, so most of them don't. That is insane. If you use major brands of uterine care products, there's a good chance that you're putting rayon, polyester, fragrances, dyes, and other harsh chemical cleansing agents inside of your body. Lola products, on the other hand, are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals at all. It's pretty clear that Lola was founded by two women because it checks all the boxes that women want in these products. Number one, being they're actually safe to use. Crazy concept, I know. Plus, their customizable subscription boxes make sure you've always got what you need. Start by choosing your product, tampons, pads, liners, wipes, or a combo. Then pick your absorbency, quantity, frequency, and you're done. I am a huge fan of Lola, and we're pretty sure you will be too. Also, the aesthetic, my God, who knew tampons and pads could look so chic? I thought they could only ever look like 80s roller rinks at nightfall, you know? And for our listeners, Lola is offering 30% off your first month subscription. Just visit MyLola.com and enter promo code Chatty. 30, that's Chatty 30 to receive your savings. That's 30% off your first month subscription by going to mylola.com and entering promo code chatty30. Um, Becca and I are both very excited. Okay, first of all,
2: I was genuinely shocked, I was shocked. that this actually happened because Jess first mentioned it to me mm-hmm. and I think I'd seen something. And I, I heard was just a like, rumor. Yeah. There's always rumors about some, you know. Sure like oh it's gonna be i don't know maria who was night one three seasons ago right, right, and i'm right. like yeah okay sure sure and that's how it felt with claire i was like yeah okay
1: sure i was convinced i i remember uh sending that rumor to you and i was like i know this is weird this and is far wh- <laughs> far-fetched but i heard this and we were both like nah nah no. there's no way
2: i thought so apparently Three other women had been flown out to interview, which was Tia, Kelsey, and Tasha, mm-hmm. which all seemed like much more <laughs> likely, likely candidates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually really thought it would be Tia. I really
1: did. Yes. I, I did thought you? it was going to be Kelsey. Okay. I was pretty convinced it was going to be Kelsey. I mean, after
2: watching that episode,
1: the Women Tell All episode, yes, for sure. Yeah.
2: That definitely would have solidified that theory.
1: Um, Let me say this. I, when I saw that Taysha was an option, I was I was bummed that it wasn't Taysha because I'm going to stand by forever that I think she would be a phenomenal bachelorette. I
2: don't know though. I I just really don't know if I can agree with that. Just considering how she was with, no, I guess Paradise is different. No, but she on the Bachelor was like
1: Taysha had our heart on Paradise. We no, I know uh, that's what I meant. I I immediately
2: was thinking about her on. Colton season and I think how if, bleh she was but, but I think
1: if she was if the was she, one in char- like if she was the one handing out roses like when we saw her in Paradise I think Tasha would have been an incredible bachelorette and who knows maybe they still will make her one look at what they did to us now they threw in true. someone from years before I don't um, know I've heard I've just like heard some things I guess
2: about uh, just I don't know little rumors and stuff about like about her like just like wrong reasons stuff Really, but like fame, like also her attitude and different mm-hmm. things like that.
1: This I, see, is, I, I've bumped into her a few times and have had like, in incre- like she is like the coolest hang, like loveliest person. So I've, I've met heard Bachelor that. Nation, like I've where heard, I was like, I adore you. I've heard
2: that. I guess I'm more talking about like on the production side. Got it. And then, yeah certain people questioning stuff about her and uh, John Paul Jones and all just I gotcha. different, different I things. Gotcha. But you know what I will say about Claire? Tell me. Dude, okay. So, I'm going to get into all the other reasons why I'm really excited, but I, Claire is like really sweet, sometimes misguided and a little all over the place, but really authentic and really wants to find love she wants
1: to find love like
2: she really does she's yes.
1: 38 and she's like gonna we'll be, get, she's gonna turn 39 while she's on the show and she just like i
2: don't know i i hung out with her for an evening when we were at like some charity thing she's just really nice too like some people okay let's get into that not personal side my interactions with her she's just always really really sweet and okay. just really nice to everyone from what i saw and when we're at the charity thing like you know it's like you're interacting with a bunch of different people and she's like and there's certain people that are at stuff like that and they're kind of like sitting in the corner talking with other bachelor people sipping their drink just kind of like thinking they're better than everyone and she totally doesn't have that attitude really? oh, that's yeah nice. she's like really down to earth
1: yeah. and like
2: just like sincere yeah even though like i said she is kind of like misguided and all over the place um Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about like how you felt about her on like Paradise Seasons and all that?
1: She, like I said, when I first saw Juan Pablo's, but I don't quite remember because I don't think that I watched like really intently Juan Pablo's season. I was kind of in and out because he was just a disaster, um, which was entertaining now looking back on it. But she, I think, was kind of painted in the light because she was the one who was more... Intensely set out to win Juan Pablo's heart than the other women. Okay. So she was kind of, I think, painted a little bit as the villain, if I remember correctly. Like super
2: competitive yes. and just like wrong reasons. Yes. And
1: you know how she kind of, the way she kind of, she always has like this very sensual energy about her. She kind of speaks very like in this very like sexy way. And I think that's just how she is. But I when you before you saw her then on Paradise and Winter Games, it was like, what is this situation mm. that's going on? And then you got like I think when you saw her more, you're like, oh, you just kind of have this energy. And I and I like it. And I think, like you said, I think that she's I think she's gonna be a great bachelorette because I think she brings the drama, but she is sweet. And she does want to find love. And I am so psyched that The Bachelor has decided to choose a woman who is going to be 39 during filming. Like, the the oldest bachelorette we've gotten is Rachel, and she turned 32 while she was filming. This is quite a big jump. Wow. 39. And... I've seen so many people send like messages and post things and be like, this is going to be the grossest season of bachelor in paradise Why? ever. Cause all the girls that are going to be from Peter's season oh. are 23 and all the guys who are going to be from uh, her season are going to be like 40. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm sure they're going to mix it up. Well, second, who knows? Maybe Claire asked for only 23 year old men. Okay. <laughs> so, also who knows?
2: to actually shut that down. I was actually on, uh, I was trolling Reality Steve's page a lot actually for Bachelorette stuff they cast it before they even know who the lead is. All the guys were already cast like it seems like before they even chose oh, Claire, really, meaning that he already has 10 of the 20 something guys and no one's older than early 30s so they oh, were just so they
1: younger. were just, they basically
2: just standardly stock cast everything because they're casting this is what he said and it makes sense when I was thinking about it he said they're casting for the show they're not casting for the lead mm-hmm. like they're not really casting not to like trying find, to find, find someone <laughs> exactly They're casting for a TV show. So the meld of guy like the meld, is that a word? the mix of guys that they're putting together are like for the show and yeah apparently the age range that he has so far are mid 20s to early 30s so it's not looking like which I sort of feel bad for her in that regard because I'd be like when I'm 38 I'd be like no I don't want to date a 27 year old I'm sorry like that maybe yes but also like I'm really serious about
1: this (laughs) I wonder if then the second half of the guys that they'll cast will then be more in her age demo
2: well I think they already are all cast cast Reality Steve just doesn't have them yet. Hmm, interesting. But he said, you know, they could drop some people. Some people could drop out and then yeah. they'll have to recast and I'm yeah. sh- They've got to have someone who's her age. They have to. I mean,
1: yeah. That's fucked. <laughs> also, also like again, you guys want to talk about it being like it'll be weird in paradise. Listen. Nick Vial was 36 and the girls in his season, we had like a 24-year-old, we had a 23, 23- like I mean, come on, Ari yeah, it, it, it was, Which I guess people
2: were saying that was gross too. So, you know,
1: yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like paradise is going to probably have an age range of 23 to like 30, 35, 30, 35. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I bet that's what it's going to look like. And there's nothing wrong wrong or weird with it and my are you kidding me come on
2: no that's on. not that big of a deal also don't worry we're gonna have the cast of listen to your heart on too oh
1: yeah <laughs> there's gonna be some of those guys too well also
2: the thing that i'm happy about her being the bachelorette is one unlike just because of generationally she's like divorced from the clout aspect of it. Like Claire, before she got announced for the bachelorette had like on the low end of 300 something thousand followers. She's just doing her thing as a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. Like she's not already an influencer, anything like that. And, um, so I like that aspect of it. Yeah. And I just like it because it does feel fresh and you know what? A lot of people felt this way with Ari's season. And a lot of people then ended up hating Ari's season. But I remember even just being cast for the show. I was like, cool. Like, it's someone new. Like, it's someone we don't right. already have, like, polarizing feelings about because we don't really remember them yeah. that well. So I like that aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, me
1: too. Me too.
2: And then also, like, I don't know. Just like like this, with this past season of Girls, I'm like... No, I don't want Madison or Hannah
1: Ann or Kel Like that's a- the thing. I didn't want. I mean, I I was down like with Kelsey. Kelsey. Fine. I was down Tia's with Kelsey, fine. but I, I still Tasha's- I like I like that they're mixing it up. And I do appreciate that the ABC that the franchise is casting an older woman. Like I also you know, like that they're not. I
2: I thought they would continue on down the path because they've just been getting such crazy raisings from like Hannah and Peter's season.
1: Yep. That they were. They're gonna like, do. no, fuck you. It's someone you don't know. I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> if they're doing it because they if let's just say Peter doesn't you know end up engaged to somebody yeah. they probably want to see one that's actually going to work uh yeah this is now the third season in so the it's row. like all right I let's believe- actually have a, a hookup so that people keep faith in the, the process,
2: process. <laughs> yeah for real because i really think peter season's about to be the third season in a row where no one gets engaged
1: mm-hmm. which yeah. is just
2: ridiculous you know so I think, and I think Claire also tells it like it is. From what I remember, like she is, she does, she is not going to back. I
1: remember for, I, you didn't watch Winter Games. There was this one no. guy that one of the I think he was a German guy, and he was like leading her on, and she she tore him a new one, like straight up. But then she got engaged to Benoit, so she's like, the listen, she's going to be good. She's going to be good TV. So all of you who are like, I don't know who she is, this is annoying. I'm bummed. I can guarantee on my life this is going to be good television but i think she's really 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 wanting to find somebody so i think it's also it's going to be dramatic but i think it's also there's a high likelihood that maybe claire's going to find her person which is exciting it is and i think that um oh the other thing that i was hearing people say is they're like no, like, what the hell, ABC? She's had her chance. She's been on it like a hundred times. Hello, Nick Vial, <laughs> And I'm just like, look at one of the most <laughs> beloved people in the Bachelor franchise with someone like Nick, you know, and... <sighs> It took and everyone and that's the thing. He went on two seasons and then he did Paradise and everyone was like, "Oh!" And then when Nick got cast as The Bachelor, people are like, "Are you kidding me? He's already had a, his chance. He's a, he's like 37 da, 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 da. Like I don't know. People were annoyed about the same thing, and he ended up being a lot of people's favorite Bachelor. It was so a good season. It was a great season.
2: Now and then, people will counter that and be like, "What about Ari's season?"
1: <laughs> Which he, I, I I still thought. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was a great season, also. <laughs> Yes, did he break Sweet Becca's heart? Yes. Well, that had
2: nothing to do with him being washed up or being old. That's for right. sure. That was and just
1: now, but also Ari has a child with a woman show he loves. Helped him
2: find his person, yes, and they're like perfect the show for worked. each other. So mm-hmm. it's like that could happen. To I don't know. I think it'll be fun, and I do like. I mean, I actually was pretty bummed when I read the thing about that reality Steve said too because I was thinking too, I'm like, we're going to
1: get dudes cast who are going to be like upper 30s, early 40s. Like, Rods, yes. Listen, listen to me right now. <sighs> I am devastated because of this. I am a 31-year-old woman, okay? Younger men aren't my thing. I was really hoping that I was going to see some daddies, okay? Give me the 40-year-old... Give me the gray right on the temple. Oh, my Lord. I mean, at the very (laughs) least, even if older men aren't
2: your thing, wouldn't you like to see a season full of like people who are maybe actually ready to get married and like are serious about like finding their wife?
1: Yes. But also for some of us women who are watching it who aren't 18, like give us the men's. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give us.
2: And for some of us, 18 year olds out there who are stoked For the 42 year olds I was about to
1: say too, 18 year old Jessica Still wanted the 40 year old guys Yeah, I so. was about to say uh,
2: <laughs> Also, you know, it's been a couple seasons since we've had Parents I don't think there was oh any parents God, you're on you're so right there Was there any on Hannah's? No, I don't think so I don't think there was any on Colton's, Hannah's Or Peter's No Was
1: there one on Colton's?
2: I feel like that would have been discussed.
1: I feel like maybe there was one, but I think, I don't know. Like
2: if, like maybe a night one or something, yeah. but there hasn't been anyone who's been like the mom to- no. or
1: the dad. Wow. And I, I mean,
2: that's got to happen on this oh season, God. right?
1: Yes. I'm ready
2: to, I'm ready. I like it because bringing Claire back feels like bringing back a little bit of the old bachelor. Yeah. The feels- olden days mm-hmm. before the Instagram stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. I And I thought she was, yeah. So fun on Paradise! I Such thought a was, hot mess, yes, and like but I love
1: And I and like I said, I don't. I I have to rewatch now Juan Pablo season because I remember having certain feelings. But again, I was watching this numerous years ago. I hadn't, you didn't have the critical thinking. cap. I didn't have the critical thinking cap. I also didn't have an insider like you telling me about mm. certain things, so I didn't understand some of the behind the scenes certain editing tactics. Like I kind of I think I just bought what ABC was selling me interesting you know so i'd be interested to now watch again because i did really like her in the other seasons that she was in
2: yeah me too i'm excited so i'm like i'm excited at the very at the very least i'm just thrilled that there won't be a bunch of clout chasing 22 year olds like me (laughs) uh being having a shot at the bachelor i don't think it's fun i think it's fun
1: yeah i think think it's just, it's just mix it up yeah we've had a couple of that for a couple seasons now let's uh let's bring back kind of an og And let's keep an
2: open mind, people. It's something new. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The season was a train wreck with Peter. These girls were crazy.
1: And also, I will say this. A lot of the people were like, how dare ABC? This is not who we asked for. Blah, blah, blah. But ABC also heard you when you posted your billion memes saying, I hate this episode. Can we start over? So maybe ABC's going like, okay, everyone hated it, even though the numbers were crazy. Let's wash let's, our hands. Let's and- wash our hands and we'll move on and we'll try we'll try this and see how people like this.
2: I don't know. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, can we just talk about too how it's just like it's not Hannah B also? Which I for me personally I breathed a sigh of yeah, relief. Yeah, I wasn't
1: wanting it that that either. Well, though they did approach Hannah B. But supposedly, yeah. The, supposedly they approached Hannah B, but it wasn't the paycheck was not big which, enough. Which by the which way is understood. No, it's
2: actually really dumb because Why? The money she's gonna make is not from the four hundred or five hundred K or whatever she was asking for the bachelorette.
1: Honey. I heard she's asking for a million.
2: Bitch, it's in the one point five million follow- more followers yeah. she's going to gain from the season, therefore securing her bag for the next however many years, making
1: money on this the internet. This is my guess. I think she was she would have not or she would have missed the Dancing with the Stars tour, which was also paying her really good money. Yeah. so she would have said no to that money. And I, I personally think she probably wants to be done because think okay. about this. Think about okay. this. You're the Bachelorette you you blow up you become the biggest uh yeah. followed per like the most followed person in batch nation all this
2: also all the criticism that people like us are throwing you yes know. and
1: then all of a sudden someone goes you know what we think we want to do you round two and then you're that I would in- be like yes yeah no, and that's the thing <laughs> in the back of your head you're probably like okay but also maybe not it would be good, yeah. but maybe i'm burnt out but yeah. you're probably tempted to be like okay well maybe if you give me this much money i'll consider it So I bet that's... I I would imagine that's what she was doing. She probably really didn't want to do it that much. Would rather do the Dancing with the Stars tour. But then when you're offered it, it's like, should I say no to this? I'm just
2: saying if we're going to look at the money aspect, like the longevity and the increase in audience and like securing your spot being just able to make a passive income online yeah. is the return is so much greater taking a lower paycheck no, from sure. ABC for but The I'm just, like
1: I'm, I'm imagining maybe she actually didn't want to do it. That, so she threw out a number. That I get. I just keep saying
2: everyone, I, I keep seeing everyone saying the thing of like ABC didn't offer her enough. And I was like, yeah, but ABC offered her to like grow her audience and her platform yeah. that much bigger. So yeah. it was like the financial thing didn't make sense. But you saying that it's like, yeah, I would probably be I mean, I'm saying, yeah, I'd say yes. But even after coming off The Bachelor, I was like, I don't really want to go on Paradise well, that and much. Also, she it's went scary. straight from The
1: Bachelor, the Bachelorette to Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I mean, it, probably just so burnt. And that the idea yeah. of doing it again is like, I know I probably should for longevity, but I'm also so over this. That See, that I respect. Just being like, I'm done with it. That makes sense. So I'm going to throw out a big number. And if they say yes, maybe I'll think about it. Yeah. That makes knowing they'll probably say no.
2: That makes sense. You know, I don't know. I just think maybe it was her being like, that's not enough money. I'm Hannah B now. (laughs) (laughs) You fool.
1: You fool. (laughs) Broads, just thinking about all the potentially uncomfortable situations that we are going to see our new queen bachelorette Claire get put into by production is giving me stress. The idea of there not being daddies on this season is giving me stress. All this stress, what is a lady to do with it? Well, I know when I'm feeling stressed or any sort of anxiety, my absolute go-to is Feels Premium CBD. And in fact, the past couple years, I've been dealing with a lot of back pain. I don't know if it's because of my old age of 31, you know, but It's terrible, and let me tell you, when that back pain hits, it is game over. You can forget being productive for the rest of the day. It is so inconvenient, but now I know when I feel that back pain coming on or that stress or anxiety, all I have to do is place a few drops of feels under my tongue, and literally within minutes, I can start to notice the difference and get back to my day. That's one of my favorite parts about this whole subscription service piece to it, too. I know that I always have some feels available on hand, when that back pain hits, when that stress hits, because you know it's always at the worst possible times. And the last thing I feel like doing is going on a hunt for a remedy. And I know that feels always pulls through. Um, I know for me, before I started using CBD for my stress and anxiety, I was, go figure, anxious about it. What's the right dose? Will I get addicted? Is it going to make me feel high? What's the come down like? Any concern I had completely went away after my first use. There's zero hangover or come down side effects. The dosage is really easy to adjust depending on how you're feeling that day. And if you have any questions whatsoever, Feels offers a free CBD hotline where you can ask any question you want at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com chatty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. And that's feels spelt F E A L S. So that's feels.com slash chatty F E A L S.com slash chatty for 50% off your first order.
2: All right, well, let's get into this episode and talk about some friend stuff. And also, by the way, I'm going to... Justin, I have a meeting after that.
1: We have a very important meeting. There's, there's some good things coming up, so, um, coming down the pike. So Becca's going to be putting makeup on. Just which, for the YouTube viewers. Which, to be honest, actually, I feel like makes this... Uh, so this is a
2: makeup tutorial and a, an episode <laughs> in one. Lucky you all. Perfect.
1: It also kind of makes it feel... It's like. It's appropriate for a friendship. Right. A friendship Do you check with your friends? Yeah. Out we're, your we're talking all about, like, you know, friends breaking up. So when we had this breakup episode that we did, I don't know, what was it? Maybe, I don't know, a couple months ago, two, two months ago, we had a breakup. Oh, like the, a general breakup, 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 episode. breakup episode. Yeah. We had a lot of you slide into the DMs being like, we really like this episode, but um, honestly, something that I've struggled with a lot is a breakup with my friend Mm -hmm. right and i kind of started to think about it and i'm thinking honestly sometimes having a breakup with a friend is way worse than i break up with a significant other
2: i'm going to be really straight up i've never personally experienced one that's been that bad
1: okay tell me like as bad as a breakup okay okay i've never personally have you ever had like a friend like did you cut off someone or did you get cut off? I mean, I know you, the, your story that you told us. We did. We did
2: talk about friends really, really early on, like in the first I think it was episodes. the third episode
1: or no, like the fourth, the fifth episode, I think. So I
2: could probably talk about a lot of this again and probably a lot of you haven't heard about it.
1: I mean, I've had friendships
2: dissolve suddenly and sometimes they were upsetting and I didn't really yeah. understand why. And I've had to cut off friendships I mean, yeah, maybe I've never experienced like a super devastating one. And sometimes like when it's a lot of friends I've retained for a long time, honestly, and the ones that have gotten cut, it was usually like time, no Mm. matter who, which one cut it. I normally was like relieved after.
1: So you were like you were ready for it to be done.
2: Maybe I didn't know it at the time. But once they were out of my life, I was like, I don't miss this person.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that sometimes
2: what like a real breakup is like,
1: yeah, but also I, I feel like sometimes that is one of the parts about the friendship breakup that can make it either like the most devastating or mm. something that just like if you let it happen organically.
2: why don't you talk about one of your like friendship breakups?
1: <sighs> I mean, there have been so many <laughs> I cut people <laughs> i I'm I, I'm I'm literally I am a salon owner of friends just take a little off here one One, one misstep you're out of my life okay um no you know i've i've had a lot of um friendship breakups that ended up kind of coming back around like as i got older but i think a lot of that to be honest just has to do with um age for me because it just Took a certain amount of years for us to come back around and be kind of like, hey, but what I am a
2: serial. And for people to own up to about like stuff they did wrong, you can you can admit when you're wrong. I mean,
1: I'm like, this is like serial jest, though, is that I for so many years of my life was such an avoider. Is that when there was like problems in a relationship that I would just slowly like missed out big time. Oh, Which a ghoster. Is, yeah. And I wouldn't ever like officially ghost. It would just be like I would stop coming to events and I would be l- very late to return calls. Because and you were like
2: upset about something?
1: A lot of times it was because I was upset. Yeah. Mm. So what would happen was because I wasn't, I was horrible at confrontation that I didn't have like the cojones to be like, Hey, I want to sit down with you and talk about the fact that you're doing this. And this is like really hurting me. I would just let it build up, build up, build up and get more and more angry. And then this poor person would have literally no idea, like how (laughs) angry I was. Right. Um, But I mean, that's definitely changed in later years for me, but um, it took a really long time and it took a lot of, friendship and friendships ending this way that you didn't want to end like that ultimately. i didn't yeah and then i and then i looked back on because there were some friendships in my life that it's like like you were saying they ended and it was kind of like you step away and you go you know what this is better for both yeah. of us anyways yeah. like we were both ready to be like to have moved forward um but at the same time there were then numerous relationships with people that i loved so deeply and and you let it go and i let it go Mm-hmm. And it would, and that that shit eats away at you uh, because then all of a sudden you. It's bump like the into one that them. got away, kind totally of with your friend. Oh yeah, I've had. There was um one. There were there was two two particular people in my life who that happened with. One was like my very best girlfriend, um, through high school and then through part of college and I guess through all of college for the most part and like right after college. Stuff just started getting weird between us. Why do you think? I think um, life a little bit. And I think a lot of times that's just what it is. Like I had, we both had boyfriends and I think there was some weird competition that started to happen. What do you mean? Like who's going to get engaged first? Oh. Uh, Whose boyfriend loves them more? (laughs) I'm like are you guys dating the same guy like, is no but it? it was a little bit like we were all in the same friend group and everyone was kind of watching both of us knowing like oh these oh like two- you guys were set for similar paths and it was sort of like
2: who's going to make it down the yes, path first yes and then when one
1: person would move forward all the other friends would talk like about the other the other couple like oh wow maybe they're not as like and it was just there was this weird competitive nature that was always there and it was weird because I'm not competitive in that way at all and she isn't either but it was almost you like playing. Like yes exactly and it was so stupid and so we just started to get like kind of we would hurt each other constantly and we would hurt each other in different ways like she would say things to me that would be a little bit like snippy and biting and i would um like throw positive things in her face a little bit okay okay expand upon this no so like she'd maybe make a comment about something about Evan, like, oh, uh, if I was in your shoes, I don't know if I'd be so confident about <laughs> this, blah, blah, blah. And then I would just be like, oh, well, you know, my husband or my my boyfriend um, did this, 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 for, and this for me instead of just keeping my mouth shut. Uh. You know what I mean? And it just started to like, well, he brings to me flowers
2: like every like yeah. exactly
1: and so then it just trying to, tried to, tried to get, make her
2: feel a little insecure about uh-huh, hers uh-huh. And it was yeah. so
1: fucking dark so it was so dark so passive aggressive and then we ended up getting to this point where it just started to get like every time we hung out we both knew it was so awkward and weird and it took and i missed out on like this friendship with her for a really long time um, and I missed her for like probably two years in my life. Holy where, shit! Yeah, where it just like we'd see each other with groups of friends, and we would just be really weird with each other because neither of us
2: we're going to acknowledge we're going
1: to acknowledge it because neither of us felt like we had initially done anything wrong. It was almost like we just found ourselves in that situation due to other people around us kind yeah. of poking the yeah. bear. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some of my her friends didn't like me and some of my friends didn't like her. So they were always kind of there was someone in your ear always, you know. Interesting. Yeah. But then her and I ended up making up and it was wonderful. Um, we uh, I, I don't remember who texted who and said, hey, we need to sit down and, and uh get together and hash hash this out and it was hard and there was a lot of like we were arguing and it didn't happen we hashed it out and then we didn't move forward right away it took a long time to kind of get back um but i mean there was that and then there was also i've talked about jenna rainey who was on our show her and i had that happen for a long time because post baby -baby, we were in very different she started a business and was busy i had a baby and was busy We were both hurting each other's feelings because we weren't being there. Yeah, exactly. And they weren't being met. And then it just started to get weird and we didn't communicate. Both of these were due to not communicating Mm. with my, the first friend I was speaking to, if I would have just been straight up with her and been like, hey, when you say that shit, it hurts my feelings. Why are we being competitive? Well, you know that this is just other people in our ear right now. We love each other when we're alone. We adore the hell out of each other. Yeah. We've been like sisters for years. Why is this happening? Yeah. But because you didn't communicate, you know. But I was lucky in those situations to have friendships that came back around. But I think it's just so so important to always acknowledge the ones that don't.
2: I, I, you know... I guess I haven't had any kind of like monumental breakup experience, but there was a friend in high school and basically in one, we became friends really, really fast and like really close, really Mm -hmm. fast as that can happen in high school and throughout other parts of your life where you just get super stoked on someone. You're like, let's spend every waking moment together. And, um, she basically had a lot of, traumatic shit happen in one year that then I was kind of also handling like mm-hmm. as the best friend and then there was just basically one tipping point where I was just sort of like yeah I'm not gonna really do this anymore and, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like there was just it was just all of a sudden very obvious between both of us after this thing happened and it happened to her and I was just kind of like yeah I'm not Yeah, really like equipped to deal with this. And we just both sort of knew it. Yeah. And we both just sort of, like, we were in classes together. And I guess we just, like, stopped. It's it's weird to think about some of this stuff now when you're an adult and you're like, like,
1: drift away and you're like, what the hell? But, like, in the course
2: of a week after all this had happened, it was like, what, we just, like, ignored each other when we were in the same room, like, in class? What, like, what? I'm not really sure what happened, but Mm -hmm. I definitely, like, regret. And we, we sort of, like, talked about it later and like you know we you know follow each other on instagram will apply to stuff but and i think i actually even apologized to her and i'm like i should have been more there for you during that time but so i regretted not being more present but then at times i'm also like maybe that wasn't maybe i wasn't like equipped to handle the role that i had in her life yeah at that point and yeah. neither of us were Unfortunately emotionally mature enough to be able to have a conversation about like emotional boundaries Mm -hmm. because I don't think I even knew how to set those for myself at the age of 16 or 17 and so I just sort of removed myself and so sometimes I feel sad about that and then other times I'm like well. I don't really know what else I could have done given the lack of tools I had to to set boundaries and that kind of thing.
1: It's just hard because I feel like literally we're just inundated with like movies and books about romantic breakup. And then there's so few like and then you have a friendship breakup where there's like, here's no advice for you. And the thing that I feel like is hard about friendship breakups is it feels sometimes way more personal oh yes you know what I mean I was about to say there's tips on like how to navigate even like breaking up with someone romantically yes it's like here are tips or also we see you we acknowledge your pain like how often are you there for somebody when they when their boyfriend or girlfriend breaks up with them but when like there's a friend breakup you just don't get as much because it's the best friend that empathy. would normally be there for you yes and then all of a sudden you got nobody and you're like oh my god I don't have anybody and and um They just there's not any sort of I feel like there's not a lot of like conversation about it. And because it is so personal, that's the thing that like kind of boggles my mind that there's not more. Because with a romantic relationship, it can just all add up to the chemistry is not there. Um, We lost attraction for each other. Our lifestyles didn't match up, whatever. But when you're friends with somebody and there's a breakup that has to happen, it's it's like, oh, I'm. All of a sudden I'm bothering you uh-huh. or I'm too much for you to handle uh-huh. or you just don't like me anymore. Like as a human being. So that's oh.
2: that's more of the side that I've really had a hard time grappling with is what do you do? And I remember you, we talked about this on like episode five. Yeah. I'm like, what do you do when you don't want to be friends with someone mm-hmm. anymore? Mm hmm. How the fuck do you break up with someone who you don't want to be friends with? Because like you said, you could just with the romantic one, it's just like this isn't working between
1: us. But with a friend, it's literally like I don't want to hang out with you anymore. There's li- there's it's so hard because I feel like there's literally two options. It's either one you either one you sit down and you communicate and have the most Uncomfortable conversation Nothing of engine, all like, time, hurtful. hurtful. You, you know you're going to hurt someone. Obviously, you have to do it in like the gentlest way possible, and be like, "I just feel like right now, maybe we're in different places, and you know, I'm not equipped to be there for you." And da da da. Or you do slowly do the fade out.
2: Which, to be brutally honest, if someone wanted to break up with me, I would rather them. Fade I prefer out. the fade out, but I think <laughs> some people are different. I know. Though I've I've had a situation where I. Basically, a girl wouldn't stop, yeah. like, hounding me.
1: Uh-huh.
2: It was someone who I made the mistake of getting whirlwinded friendship. It was my okay. when I first moved to L.A. Okay. And we would go out together. And I was like, she's so fun. And then I was like, you know, you start to notice red flags about people where you're like, oh, this girl doesn't have any relationships that extend beyond the past year.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: And I was like, that's a red flag. And then there was just lots of, there was there was other things too where it was like actual, it was like a dating red flag where like the way she would treat like waiters and stuff like that. That's a big one. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, mm, <laughs> <You're> like- <laughs> we're not on the same yeah. like wavelength. Yeah. And we don't have the same goals in life and all that kind of stuff. So I started fading and basically, and this is only a few months into our friendship. Mm-hmm. So... I feel, a, I feel a little more comfortable fading on someone if it's only been a few months. I'm like, yeah. they'll get the hint. You know, it's not working out. Yeah. It's like the early da- stages <laughs> of a dating relationship. You just kind of. Yeah.
0: Get some distance. Sure.
2: Sure. Well, she, it was like she literally was like, why don't you want to like. Oh, wow. Hang out with me or be friends with you. Like and you had to just up, tell her. I was just like, I and I did it like a breakup. I was like. You know, I think we're moving in different directions. <laughs> oh God, that was
0: so painful. I
2: think that, which was true. I was like, I think we have different goals in life. And, but Jess. I'm sweating. Jess. Yeah. She basically comes back and is like, I don't see that. I think we do have the same goals in life. And I think you and I like really like help each are other are meant to be together like, yeah basically it was like it was like she she was like i think that we help each other like achieve the goals that we want to and like i don't see that and you're like and i <laughs> sort of had to be like well i don't see things the same way and this is just i don't know i don't even remember how we're i came back with that i think i was maybe like well here's an example of us not being on the same page like oh, we're not on the same page. and i had to explicitly be like no, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I just don't.
1: <sighs> that is insane.
2: I know. Thankfully, though, we didn't like basically any mutual friends we had developed. I also thought they were all shit people. And so I so sort you, of was like, were able to I had blocked on. all
1: their other numbers and hers. I just well, like, you I know. feel like that's kind of the thing. Right. So maybe the fade, maybe the, 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 fa- the, the relationship fade, if you can pull it off works when you're not like best friends still live next to each other like that to me is when it gets like really unfair which by the way i i did that (sighs) and it was and it was messed up of me with my uh with my like original friend we both but we did a mutual ghosting so it ended up working out okay but when you have someone who's like this has been your best friend forever you live in the same town you live close to each other and you're just like this is not working out for me and this is draining me um I think that's when you have to literally have like the most uncomfortable conversation ever. Um, oh my god! See, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I have
2: a. Fr- Don't worry, it's none of you, none of my friends who are listening right now.
1: <laughs> for my friend,
2: they're gonna be like, "Is this me? I'm like, no. Is it me? <laughs> no, I like have a friend who we just have a lot of history. Yeah, and like I would be okay with it dissolving because it's really exhausting for me. But like, I know she doesn't feel the same way sure
1: I think a lot of people probably relate <laughs> to that statement
2: what do you do do you just keep trucking
1: here's the thing okay I okay. think it's is it is it okay. draining enough for you to be like I have to have the conversation or is it like Okay, I can kind of be a little bit like... I can fade in the background a little bit. And then when she calls, it's like... Okay, I can do this every once in a while. I can have the conversations every once in a while. But if it's too draining, then it's kind of like... I don't know what to tell you. I just can't... I I don't have like the emotional capacity to handle this with you right now.
2: Yeah, but sometimes it's not like the emotional capacity. Like sometimes it's just them. Like they're... Okay, because here's the thing. I hear you because I had another friend that I felt this way about, but also the difference was she was a bad friend. So, so, so then there's this other aspect. Like I had this one friend who like, she was just, she was a bad friend. Mm -hmm. She had, there had been lots of times where it was just like,
1: there's some toxic friendships. That's for sure. Right. And it was a
2: one way street and all this stuff. And it Mm -hmm. got to the point where one night out, she did something. And I basically was like, this is my cue to exit out like I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life and I just like literally never returned her phone calls or texts again I did and she knew why and we had mutual friends that she would talk about it with and I was just like no dude I'm done we'd already had a break friendship breakup before but I had sort of like let her back into my life but I'm not talking about that like I'm talking about when you don't have any like good excuse when you're literally like I don't like you anymore and it's just that simple
1: yeah Yeah. what did you do (laughs) i like I said I think that's when you have to make the choice of whether if it's worth it or not to you to cut it off
2: I just don't feel like I can hurt someone like
1: that yeah I know I know
2: and I've I'm like I can't think of any I've
1: definitely I've had relationships in my life like that too where I'm kind of like hey I am um, I'm not in the same headspace as you like thinking how close we are I don't you drained me and I, I can't, I can't be here for you. And I've done my best to try to just like diminish out of this person's life. But this person just keeps coming back. And at this point, like I still, here I am, <laughs> you know, and everyone's, but like, but it's now it's very rare. Every okay. once in a while, the, the phone call or the text is very, it's minimal. It's rare that I'm getting it. And so now you're kind of like, okay, I'm occasionally I can deal here this. for the, I can deal with it. And I'd rather just deal with it and not hurt her feelings and i can just be like you know what i don't want to hurt this person they're not doing anything wrong they're just not someone that i it's someone that like i kind of fell into a relationship with due to my husband's business so you're kind of like okay well here we are and uh you know I, i i and you really connected and i just don't feel the same way and that's okay it happens sometimes that's a little bit different yeah. What,
2: where instead of it being like a former like close friend. No,
1: that's that's and that's to, that to me, I think with a former close friend, I would probably say sometimes if it's not like a stick toxic stick it out for the rest of your life. If it's, a, <laughs> yeah, if it's not a toxic situation, just try to keep as much distance as you can <sighs> unless you want to like. Have the, have the conversation of like why this person is bothering you. I'm actually like really curious what the broads have to say about this kind yeah, of situation. Me too. And like, this is not something that I have figured out by any stretch of the imagination. This is something that I've like continued to try to process through (laughs) how do i get rid of this person (laughs) there are a few people in my life right now broad so please let me know no but i I think that i don't know I, i think that um it's it really is so dependent on the situation and the person i saw this one quote um from what's uh dr dina Denardo, and she said we are attracted To and connect with people during Particular times in our lives Mm. Um, If we're doing our best to live Consciously and grow we have to Recognize that that means we might not Always grow alongside someone Mm. or in The same direction as someone Which I think is important to remember if you're on The other side too like when Mm. someone Starts kind of evaporating Out of your life or Sits down and has this brutal conversation With you as devastating As it may feel Sometimes the important thing, I think, to remind yourself is like people are here for a season. Sometimes people are here for a a certain time and place in your life. Like sometimes you move to a new city and go to college and you have that freshman friend who you don't have any other friends. And you find this person and you guys love each other and you're so close. But then the next year, you're kind of in a different place. And that was the person who was there for that time Mm -hmm. in the season. It doesn't mean that that they did anything wrong or you did anything wrong. But I think sometimes when we, when we hold on to someone too tight for too long, we start to give them character traits that we don't like. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like instead of recognizing, hey, this person was here for a time and a season. I'm seeing us kind of drift apart. I'm going to let it happen organically instead of forcing it. I think when you start to force it, that's when you're like, you know what? She actually is really annoying when she does that. Mm. And and so you start yeah, to get a true. little that's bitter. Insightful. So I feel like if you just move forward in relationships, realizing that they don't necessarily this person mean holds life a different pl-
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also just like even if you're still in that relationship instead of har- harboring resentment. It could just be like this person has a different role in my life right now than they used to. Exactly. And then also, yeah, if you're on the other end of it of getting broken up with like maybe I just don't hold the... I mean, granted I this is something I talked about on the earlier episode. I, I had someone like just straight up ghost me out of fucking nowhere. Like, I'm yeah, not, I, I won't get into it like I did. Uh, you can listen to the it's episode of five, I believe. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's called Female Friendships, I think.
2: I, yeah. I had a friend where like we had been friends for a couple years, and like I literally went to her, hu- like, getaway birthday party with like her and her other four friends for a weekend. And then, like, literally the week after, <laughs> she never talked to me again like straight up i was just like hey i noticed that she deleted me off snapchat then i noticed that she had unfollowed me on instagram and like or i think she might have blocked me on some
1: different that's yeah, that was wild but that person also seemed like a toxic friend i guess the yeah, end yeah i
2: guess so but i mean i mean i even remember messaging her i was like look clearly you don't want to be around me anymore mm-hmm. i get that uh just curious i i text her i was like just curious she may have blocked me i don't know it's like just curious if i like, did something mm-hmm. uh to warrant this like if not whatever you know peace to you but i was sort of like hey i want to make it right like we yeah. don't have to be friends moving forward but like but if i like, did something wrong like let me know mm-hmm. since it was literally like and we sh- hung out all weekend and then she just never talked just to me never- again yeah, and then I never got any response. So that was really perplexing to me because I was sort of like, "Oh yeah, that's what the drive fuck did crazy. I do?" Yeah, and or didn't I do? And There must have been something, and like I was never able to quite figure out like what well, I may have done. And I
1: think the best that someone can do in that situation is what you did is reach out and be like, Hey, um, no pressure to be friends. I get you don't no, want to do that. <laughs> but like, can you let me know so I can grow if sure. I did something wrong or whatever? And if that person chooses not to respond, then so I guess you're just not that into me
2: anymore. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's really hard too. Cause like our friendship was not like best friends. And I have heard of people just straight mm-hmm. up like, their best friend just ghosting Ghosting. on them
1: wild wild that's so painful so painful
2: and it's hard too because you know having hearing myself talk about the like friends i don't want to be friends with anymore like you normally say to people the the thing to say is like that person lacks the maturity and like that's on them but then it's also like well well
1: (laughs) Maybe, you know, maybe they didn't want to be friends
2: with you anymore. And,
1: you know, and I think that it is important if all (laughs) that that happens as painful as this sounds and I don't want it to sound insensitive like it is important to look sometimes at yourself and sometimes it has nothing to do with you. And sometimes it might. Yeah. And sometimes it's something that you need to work on or sometimes it's something that it's like, hey, you know what? It just wasn't for that person and they didn't have the sensitivity to be a good friend and end it. In more of a communicative way. Um, yeah, I think for certain
2: people like myself, it's good to ask, like I said, like myself, it's good to ask, like, what was I possibly not giving this relationship? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really evaluating, was this relationship a two way street? Did I offer this person, like, the, like you know, did, were we, yeah. was there equal giving and taking between this relationship? And get honest with yourself about that. Yeah. But then there's other people where it's like, Maybe you were always giving, giving, giving and just realized like, you know what? Sometimes like you won't be enough for people and that's just part of life and doesn't really reflect on you and what you're not doing or what you are doing. And sometimes it just reflects on that. You're not for that person right now
1: in their life. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's so painful. But I was looking like when I couldn't find, oh, my goodness, like any sort of like friendship breakup books or whatever like i was looking at different, are there like, really none Not. i mean not ones that i could find pretty like fairly easily there's a there's a couple out there but yeah. not compared to the mass amount of breakup like how to get through heartbreak out in a romantic relationship right. but i found um a couple different like um like psychologists talking about tips to help move forward and i thought mm. some of these were so good Um, One of the ones for me that like hit really hard is after this happens, don't forget the good parts of your friendship. Kind of
2: like a breakup. Mm -hmm. So
1: it's like when like and don't again paint
2: this person in a villainous
1: yeah light. and again we're not talking about like a friendship that's like unbelievably toxic where the person was like verbally beating you down constantly right. like we're talking about one of these like your friends and maybe a little bit of stuff happens or Going they ghost you directions. or yeah exactly you go in different directions and you feel kind of bitter because maybe it didn't end the way that you wanted it to or whatever it's so important not to forget the good parts um and i know that like that hit home for me for sure because it's so easy to start like mind grinding about like, oh, you know what? Fuck them. I didn't like when they and start to like list all the things that you didn't like about them. And it's OK to like, like that. You know what I mean? Like That's it's good okay. for relationships
2: that you're like friendships you're in at the moment. Yeah,
1: at the moment, it's really important. Sometimes maybe like the friendship that you were talking about, like, yeah, there's really some parts that are really obnoxious, but right. there are some really valuable things. And it's like, why were you friends with that person in the first place? And almost kind of like building like a little altar in your little mind history to why that person was impactful and good for you at that time like i like way we like like,
2: phrase it like a mo- yes a tribute yeah to all that they gave you mm-hmm. and like that you were able to give them yeah and, and not the memories just, you were able to yeah, share and not
1: just think about all the negative stuff i
2: like that you know
1: um but how about like how do you move
2: on did you find any advice on this on like how do you move on when they were like the one when you thought that they were like your best, you're the Thelma to your Louise the like, you know, like that. How do you move on from the friend you thought? Cause you know how that happens in relationships I where know. you can't stop comparing when you start dating new people. It's gotta be like that. When you lose a best friend, you're like, no one's going to compare to the inside jokes we share. So, like. so
1: this was one that I saw kind of involving that. And I thought, again, this one fucking at home because I'm so wired this way. It said, Oh, okay. Appreciate who is currently in your life. Do not isolate. Look for a new friend. So the idea that it's almost like that relationship thing, right? Where you're like, I just broke up with the one. I thought this person was my forever, blah, blah, blah. It's that moment where, and I've had this before, where a friendship ends and it was my best friend And I'm devastated. And I'm hearing this person talk negatively about me and you just feel sick to your stomach. And there's all of a sudden these maybe other people around you, maybe, you know, whether you're at work or, um, you know, at a small group at church or like wherever you are, there's maybe some of these other people around you. And there's someone there who's kind of being a listening ear to you. And sometimes you don't give that person the time of day as like your friend, but they are kind of reaching out and being your friend. She was right there in front of me all along and I never knew it, you know, but I I was thinking when I read that, I was like, oh my God, I've done that before where I like, don't just appreciate who's in front of me. I remember there was this one girl that when I was working at this PR firm that she was my desk buddy and she was dope and she wanted to always go out afterwards and get drinks and we connected, but I was really kind of stuck in this friendship breakup And I really didn't give our relationship the time of day. And I think I missed out on a really good friend. And I think when you look at friends as people who make... Maybe you're going to have a friend who's going to be in your life for forever, right? Just like a, a relationship. Maybe this person is your forever. Or maybe you'll be with them for two years and then you'll break up. So it's like if you feel like if you look at friendships kind of in that potential, you're like, well, if I have a friendship breakup, then maybe this person who's sitting right next to me in my cubicle... Might be the next friend that I have who's going to be who I need in this moment in my life to move forward. And maybe I can offer them that friendship, too. Okay, Broads, we have to pause because I need to tell you a tale, a tale of a meeting I had the other day. Yes, another meeting we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about another meeting later on this episode. We're so fancy and so grown up now. All we do is grown up meetings. So I had a meeting the other day with a bunch of grown ups. Yes, I probably shouldn't call them grown ups because I am also a grown up, but I don't feel like an adult. So here we are. Um, So I had a meeting with a bunch of grownups. It was going so well. The vibe was great. The energy was flowing. And as we were all getting up to leave, one of the grownups suggested that we exchange numbers. But of course, and they all start pulling out their gorgeous custom business cards. And then they ask me for my business card. And guess what? I don't have one. (gasps) Oh. I was so embarrassed. I felt so unprofessional. I felt like I wasn't doing the chatty broads brand justice. So I just asked if I could write my number on their hand or across their chest like I was some sort of 80s rock star. And that didn't go over super well. So, yeah, I ran home filled with shame. And yes, I ran because I was just too embarrassed to even think about hailing an Uber. Oh, so. On my run home, I remembered, thank God, the perfect timing of it all. The Universe, our newest sponsor, has the best custom business cards. It is Vistaprint. Vistaprint lets you own the now and feel polished, professional, and prepared when it counts the most so you never miss an opportunity. And you can choose whatever style finish shape or paper you like and get free shipping. Ooh. And because you can pick the colors, fonts, designs and images, it means you can create something as unique and compelling as you and your business. Plug in your information and logo into hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or If you're a creative broad, you can upload your own original layout. And I know so many of you creative broads are out there that will just slam this. Uh, You can pick the paper stock style and quantity that's right for you. And you can even upgrade to a unique touch like rounded corners. Ooh, sassy. Order and receive your cards with free economy shipping. And as if you needed any more reasons to choose Vistaprint, you can feel good knowing that Vistaprint uses only carefully selected inks and responsibly sourced paper stocks. Satisfaction is one hundred percent guaranteed, or your money back. They'll make it right. Mr. Print wants you to be able to own the now in any situation. You don't have to be like me and get caught in this embarrassment-filled moment where you feel unprofessional. You have the option to have that custom card which is why our listeners will get free shipping on all business cards. Thank you, Vistaprint. Any style, any quantity. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter promo code CHATTY for free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity. This is a limited time offer. Own the now at Vistaprint.com. Promo code CHATTY. So one of my New Year's resolutions this year was to buy less fast fashion in an attempt to make more sustainable choices where I can. However, a lot of times I have the patience of a hungry four-year-old when it comes to thrift shopping. Um, You can see that this put me in a bit of a pickle. I want to shop consignment. I want to sell. But doing it in real life can be a bit of an ordeal for me with my actual four-year-old. Then, ah, then I discovered the real real and all my shopping dreams came true. The Real, Real is the leading luxury consignment company across categories like women's and men's fashion, streetwear, jewelry, watches, art and home goods with new arrivals coming in daily. Shopping at The Real Real is not only sustainable, but it's a steal. We are talking 90% off the original retail value in some cases, people. 90%. And my favorite part is that everything is meticulously inspected for the authenticity by The Real RealReal's in-house brand specialists. Um... I'm lucky because here in Los Angeles, we have a physical The Real Real store. I went in last week and spent way too much time perusing because, oh, talk about beautifully curated. It's fantastic in there. Um, So easy to get lost in and browse for hours. Uh, And I, when I was there, I may have purchased a Tory Burch wedge that has a ballet style ribbon strap that goes up the leg for summer. Palm spring chic. They may have originally been $400, and I may have scored them for $60. Yes, from $400 to $60. And there are deals like this and even better ones constantly in their stores. But if you don't have one of their physical locations, doesn't matter because you have plenty to browse online on their website or the RealReal app Use promo code real, R-E-A-L, at checkout for 20% off select items also. That's therealreal.com, promo code real, for 20% off select items.
2: Isn't it sometimes, maybe it's just my personality, I know you'll probably be able to relate to this, but isn't it sort of the case with friendships too, like it is with relationships when someone's like too available to hang out sometimes and you're just like you must be like a weirdo if you're always that down to hang out with me
1: and i'm told i i fully feel that way and then i feel that way though most of the time when i have shit going on Mm. but then all of a sudden when i'm without maybe that like special friend all of a sudden i'm like that person's really cool and you know, I've actually know.
2: come into that a little bit recently getting a little bit older is it's like, no, it's not someone coming on to you too strong necessarily. Sometimes it's just people being adult and making efforts and being yeah. intentional about spending time with you. Because we
1: realize sometimes when you get older, it's not as easy. I know. You and don't I, meet people as organically. I know. And I
2: have like a new friend who will hit me up and be like, what are you doing this week? Like, is there a day I don't have work on these days? Do you want to do something? And like normally I'd be like and then now i'm like wait that's really cool like this person wants to hang with me and like yeah coming on too strong <laughs> <laughs> they want to hang out with me once every two weeks <sighs> uh, but then i'm like wait that's cool this person's like being yeah. intentional and they're basically being like
1: hey i want to be your friend yeah and like that's nice i think that it does the dynamic does shift when we get older like, when you are in high school, you're literally surrounded by hundreds of potential friends all the time. Uh-huh. Right? But when you do get older, and especially when you become a parent and you're kind of stuck, uh, you know, at home with a little one, or if you have a job and you don't connect with the certain people at your job, like, meeting people can be tough. Yeah. So... Maybe sometimes those people who are coming on strong, it's like they see maybe a potential connection between you yeah, two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just
2: also terrified of having to friendship break. I'm traumatized. Sure. I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to like, sure. I want to take it real slow so I don't have to friendship break up with this person.
1: Yeah, no, and I get that. Or
2: ghost them.
1: But I think it's like if, if we move forward in life, realizing that like, you know, there is a time and a place for different people And I think, too, if there's the perspective of maybe sometimes you don't have to like friendship break up. Maybe if you just let it happen organically, you know, not everyone holds on so tight.
2: Sometimes they do.
1: Sometimes they do. And sometimes you come across that.
2: Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. And. And then I actually think that we should do another episode maybe where we're, t- where I, I know we've already gotten questions from people. We've gotten
1: some questions and there are some really good ones. So I think we should do a part two where we just answer And also see if questions. people
2: send in good advice about dealing with Please. this kind of stuff. Yes,
1: yes. I would love some. Me too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Please help us. Uh, I was going to say i don't know if you've ever totally been in this situation i mean a bit with la and orange county but what would you do if you like if you for some reason evan got this job and you had to move to let's see do you have any friends in chicago do you know anyone Mm -mm. okay you have to move to chicago (laughs) (laughs) yeah true fuck um you have to move to chicago uh because of evan's work how do you go about making friends
1: I mean, I'm a little bit of, like, a creep in that way, where I do feel okay going to, like, a coffee shop and kind of sitting and working. And if someone sits next to me, like, I'll strike up conversation. Damn! But I also know that that people can get really weirded out by that. But I feel like I can pick up when someone is not, that they are not into it. So you would, like,
2: literally, okay, play this out for me. Like, you're working...
1: My main way that I would do is, OK, let's just say Evan's going there for work and there's a work party. You best believe okay. I'm showing up and I am f- and I am mingling around the room. Also, I would be really if if I'm getting forced to move somewhere because my significant other has to for work. What I would say to my significant other before move moves, I'd be like, listen, homie, um, here's the deal. If we're going to move for work, you best make some work friends. And we're all going to go out and get drinks after work together. And I'm coming. Okay, I'm changing this
2: scenario. You and Evan's dead. Sorry, Evan. (laughs) And you have to move to Chicago for work. But it's not a it's not an office or it is an office job. And you work with people who are older than 60. How are you making friends?
1: That's tough. I don't know. I think maybe. I mean, I would. I would. Wait, tell me the coffee shops in there. I like that. I like that. Okay, okay no. Play I mean, it out. I, I literally like, and I've done this before. Like, I that's what I'm go, saying. Play. Okay, I want to hear it. Okay, so I'm like fascinated. I'll go and I'll like set my laptop up. I have to yeah. do work. Fake work. Fake work. Just like <laughs> like scoping for friends. You're typing nothing on a Google. I have doc, a, a trench gibberish. coat on and sunglasses, and people are like, "What's with like that Sherlock Holmes bitch <laughs> in the corner?" I'm just like emails Um, you know (laughs) you know so many emails um no I I would just set it up and go to like there was this one specific spot by where I used to live that was not like slamming busy all the time where it's like people yelling over each other it was a little bit quieter and sometimes I would just kind of sit and if there was someone who would sit next to me cool chick yeah or like even whatever just someone sitting next to me who was kind of working um and had been working there for like 30 minutes I would sometimes like you know, get up to get a refresher and, like, make a little small talk on my way over. And if, it like, the conversation was flowing, then, you know, I'd exchange numbers with the person. Damn! That's the
2: part I always have a hard time with, of, like, being like...
1: But, but, now this is not... N- this would be the <laughs> tricky part for me. Because it is the follow-up... <sighs> I've been in situations where I knew other people in my life, so I wasn't banking on this person to be, like, my one the and desperation only desperation wasn't showing. Right. So I would send a text if I liked the person that I could be like, hey, um, a group of us are going and getting a drink, um wherever uh on tuesday if you want to join a very casual like addition to the friend right now thing. a way that you could do it is say hey a group of friends of a, a group of friends uh and myself are going to go get drinks at little richards on thursday and then when she shows up B- they, all like, oh, so sorry, they all bailed i'm so sorry it's just
2: me <laughs> then she finds out you just moved here and she's like oh my god you're going to murder me
1: but it's a tactic
2: (laughs) that's pretty ballsy
1: but i yeah and i understand that that's kind of uh, you know i i for some reason i don't know what it is but like new people um i don't get intimidated by meeting new people i get i'll get more intimidated by like people i've known for longer like I do understand. their opinion of me. I don't, I I don't do care as much that. people who don't know me. I'm like, I don't care if you think I'm weird. I don't know you.
2: Well, there's different scenarios though because yeah. I will say I usually feel that way too. But generally, it's already in like social settings mm-hmm. and with people that I know with me. When yeah. you when are you're alone, alone yeah. in like, whether it be a new work environment or like just a new place and you your desperation and your insecurity shows through like like an injured animal in a pack it's like uh, it's and you can you know because you can sense it on other people and i will say i've been in that position and that that sucks because you are like i just you you feel like you're auditioning whenever you talk to someone i could
1: see myself going on tinder for friends I would do okay. something like that. I would meet, try to meet people yeah, I know like Bumble online. Bumble yeah, friends. yeah. I would do Bumble Friends for sure. It's actually a good idea. I mean, my thing is like if I don't know anybody, I, I'm down to meet anyone, that's like in, true. in any any capacity. And if I know this person also wants to meet, then I don't feel so weird. Again, being I like, just
2: get the anxiety of them then then wanting to be like, you're so cool, let's hang out again. You're like, mm. but when you don't have anybody, That's true.
1: And that's the thing. That person might be that friend for that moment, and then that's maybe true. they're going to meet somebody else. Before you meet someone else, and it's just kind of how life is.
2: My other good tip is, I the one that has worked for me in the past is like activities or classes. I was always lucky yes. at climbing. Oh so,
1: yes, yes, yes. And
2: there are certain activities. Like climbing or I don't know why the first one that came to mind was like pole dancing. But I know friends who have so taken fun. pole dancing classes mm-hmm. and like it's an environment where you can chat with other Yeah, ladies. I started doing
1: belly dancing and everyone's super cool in my class. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah.
2: Or like with with climbing, I just knew that there was always going to be someone friendly that I could organically strike up a conversation about the mm-hmm. thing that we were doing together, like dating. And after
1: you do that, like four or five classes and you talk, then you're like, do you want to get a drink? I don't have anything going on. Yeah.
2: Or climbing was great. Cause it'd be like, Oh, I want to go out to head to this place this weekend. Do you want to come with? And it's like, not weird. Oh, if you're like, I, I need a nice. climbing buddy. Yeah. That's, that's the amazing thing about rock climbing that I love is you can virtually make friends everywhere and everyone's super cool. Um, Or, Grayson, you know, bought me a cooking class, and you could take, like, a cooking class, and there were people that showed up there alone.
1: That's such a great idea. Oh, and then also, just hot tip, for your first friend date, I think the best place you can ever go for a first friend date... Where? So... It's not awkward if you don't have a conversation. No, I think it's way better than the movies. It's also a good no, movie, date date yeah. too. But go to the go to a comedy club because you're gonna good laugh. Idea. You're gonna find out if they have the same sense of humor True. as you. Because if they're dead silent during when you're laughing and vice versa, Ooh. but they don't have to talk really. But you're having this fun experience, and then you leave the comedy club, and you're like, oh my god, that was so fun and funny, and you have these inside jokes now because of what the comedians said. But you didn't have to be funny, and you know,
2: or. Like, you could be like, I've been, or if you meet someone like at a coffee shop or something, maybe you can strike up something about a mutual thing you guys like, like cooking, yes. and be like, I've been wanting to take, even if you make it up, I've been wanting to take this one like bread making class that's like a random thing. But like, would well, you want to do it with me? I don't want to go alone. Yeah. That's weird. And you could like do something like that.
1: I like it. Well, Broads, <laughs> Becky and I have to go to this crazy meeting, which I'm so super excited about. We're I,
2: meeting with Mike Fleiss about developing our own <laughs> bachelor spinoff.
1: Crazy, we're right? We're actually executive producers on the over 50 love show.
2: No, we're not. I wish. Oh my God. I wish.
1: Anyway. Um, but we do have this like very exciting meeting. We'll keep you updated with future chatty broads things, but I feel like we definitely will do a part two of this with like your advice. All of these great questions that we got, um, because we did get a bunch of them that I really want to get into. And um, yes, please continue to let us know about um how you're feeling with some of our potential recap ideas. Oh yeah. Or if yeah, you yeah, find the that. Juan Pablo season for free somewhere, please yes. let us know. Yes. All right, broads, we love y'all and uh chat soon. Chat soon. Find a friend. Break up with a friend. <laughs> Just kidding. Chat soon. <laughs>